0: The message you're about to listen to is produced by Sierra ISO Media.
1: Let's look at life in the spirit. The Christian life is not a religious life. It's a relationship. A man or woman becomes a Christian the day he or she receives the life of God into his or her spirit. Are we together? Religion is the outward observance of rules and regulations. In other words, you can act religious and not be a Christian. Are you following me? All right. That's very important you have that. Now, when you read your Bible in John chapter 3, let's begin from verse 1. John 3 verse 1. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. Next. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles without doers except God be with him. Now, we have learned as a ministry that, number one, a miracle is an act of God. We also learned that a miracle is a supernatural Intervention of God. We said a miracle is a supernatural intervention of God that superimposes upon natural laws. A miracle, we said, is a supernatural intervention of God that superimposes upon natural laws. In other words, when a miracle happens, natural laws are suspended. Are you all there? Natural laws are suspended. And being born again is a miracle because when a man or woman becomes born again, the life of God goes into a spirit. See? Because when you're not born again, according to the scriptures, you're dead spiritually. Give me Ephesians 4, 17 to 18. I'll focus is verse 18. It says, This I say, therefore, and testifying the Lord, that you henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, verse 18, having the understanding darkened, Being alienated from the life of God. In other words, the unbeliever doesn't have the life of God. He's separated from the life of God. But when you get born again, you receive the very life of God into your spirit. 1 John 5, beginning from verse 10. It says, he that believeth on the Son of God has the witness in himself. In other words, if you're born again, you will know. Then he says, he that believeth not, he that believeth not God has made him a liar. Because he believeth not the record that God gave of his son. In other words, you see, there are certain things that God to know as Christians. Whenever you doubt the word of God, you are calling God a liar. That's serious business. When an individual can call the Almighty God a liar. See? Because when you doubt something, you're believing something else. When you doubt something, you're believing something else. Let me give you an instance. If I said, This is a monitor speaker, and you said, No, I doubt it. It's because you believe it's something else. So when you doubt what God has said, you are saying, I believe that what God is a liar. I believe something else. See, it says, When you become born again, there's a weakness in yourself. Are hey, you different? And the enemy will seem to sow seeds of doubt into your heart and tell you things like, oh, it's not, it's not real. It's not going to last. So we've got to understand that as Christians, the Word of God is final authority. Say so the Word of God is final authority. All right, next verse, verse 11. And this is the record, this is a testimony Give it to me in the NIV. This is a testimony. God has given us eternal life, and this life is where, in His Son. In other words, you cannot receive eternal life eternal life until you receive Jesus Christ. One of the such of humanity is for eternal life. That life that doesn't die is a search. Twelve. He who has the son has life and he who does not have the son does not have life. Verse 13, please. It says, these things have I written unto you, Now believe on the name of the Son of God, Now you may know that you have eternal life, and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. Say, I have eternal life. <laughs> Say, going I have eternal life. <laughs> sure, we have eternal life. That's what the Bible says. All right? So, now we're dealing with the life in the spirit. There is a natural human life, is suke. Then we have the zoe, which is the life of God. If you are going to function in the spirit and live life in the spirit, there are certain things you must become conscious of. Number one, you must realize that man is a spirit. Say man is a spirit. Now, a lot of people don't know that. People think man is soul and body. No. And everyone have people say, let's get body and soul together. Man is a spirit. In First Thessalonians 5, verse 23, Paul says, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God your whole spirit, and what? And soul and body be present blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Man is a spirit. You see that? The part of you that gets born again is your spirit. Your body didn't get born again. And that's why when you get born again, some of your old desires still come. See, because it was your spirit that got born again. Are you following me? Proverbs 20 verse 27. Proverbs 20 verse 27. It says, the spirit of man is a candle of the Lord. Searching all the inward parts of the belly, the spirit of man. Said the spirit of man. So you can see that man is a spirit. He has a soul, and he lives in a body. For instance, when I minister, I listen to the spirit man. Hallelujah! I listen to my inward man. When I minister, I may mean, have a note to guide my mind. Based on what the Spirit of God has spoken to me. But I listen to my spirit. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Romans 1 verse 9. Romans 1 verse 9. For God is my witness, whom I serve where, with my spirit. See? There are three faculties of the human spirit. The first faculty is a faculty of communion. That's the first faculty. See? It says, I serve God with my spirit. In the gospel of His son, that without ceasing, I make mention of you always in my prayers. Same man is a spirit. Now, you're not going to walk in the spirit until you become spirit conscious. See, most of us are conscious of our minds. Most of us are conscious of our emotions. We live our lives based on the way we feel. You feel like a Christian today, you act like a Christian. You feel like a devil tomorrow, you act like a devil. See? There are some people who, they are born again. You hear them say, I did my church mind. If you have a church mind, you have a worldly mind. Because you're saying there's a church mind. When you become spirit conscious, you realize you're no ordinary fellow. See? It says, the spirit of man is a candle of the Lord. Hallelujah. Proverbs 20, verse 27, we'll show them again. The spirit of man is a candle of the Lord. Give it to me in the New King James. It says, the spirit of man is a lamp of the Lord. The lamp of the Lord. In other words, if God is going to guide you, God is going to guide you through your spirit. The unbeliever, his spirit is in darkness. See, man is a spirit. He has a soul. He lives in a body. This is the spirit of man. Give us First Peter 3, we'll come back here, verse 4. First Peter 3, 4. It says, but let it be the hidden man of the heart. You see that? And that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and, what, and quiet spirit. Because your character is actually the outward expression of the condition of your spirit. Your character. When the Bible speaks of anger, if you look at it in the Old Testament, when the Bible says, do not be hasty to be angry, it means to be short-spirited. Long-suffering in the Old Testament means to be long-spirited. You see that? So my behavior, my character, It's a reflection of the condition of my spirit. So if I function, if I focus on developing my spirit, what will happen? My character will improve. See, your life right now is a reflection of the condition of your spirit. Even your finances, your marriage, your job, your attitude to work—these are all reflections of the condition of your spirit. It speaks of the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit. See? So you got the spirit. Go to Proverbs 20, 27 again. It says the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inner depths of the heart. Now go to Psalm 18, verse 28. It says, For thou wilt light my candle. The spirit of man is a candle of the Lord. Thou will light my candle. If it's going to light my candle, that means my candle was in darkness. Give it to me in New King James. New King James, please. It says, for you will light my lamp. So that means when a man or woman is not born again, their lamp is off. You see that? So you, as as a, as a person, you find someone who drinks and uh, womanizes, beats his wife anyhow, and uh, finally he gets born again, and he, he he's just apologizing. I'm so sorry. I I don't know what entered my head or whatever, because at that point, his spirit was in darkness. So when an an individual is not born again, his spirit is in darkness. It says, for thou will light my my candle or you light my lamp. The Lord my God will enlighten what? My darkness. Because that individual spirit was where? In darkness. Are you following me? So when when you get born again, you must become spirit conscious. Because the part of you that got born again was your spirit. In John 3 verse 6, the Bible says, he that is born of the spirit is spirit. It says, he that that which is born of the spirit is a spirit. You see that? That which is born of the spirit is spirit. So the part of me that got born again was my spirit. So if I'm going to enjoy the Christian life, I must become spirit conscious. Paul tells me now, you serve God with your spirit. You don't serve God in your flesh with your spirit. See? So God doesn't accept what doesn't come from my spirit. How do you mean, Pastor? From my heart. See? From my heart. Romans 2, 28 and 29. Romans 2, 28 and 29. It says, for he is not a Jew which is one outwardly, neither is that circumcision which is outward in the flesh. 29. It says, but he is a Jew which is how inwardly. Then he says, and circumcision that of the heart where in the spirit. So when you get born again, it's your spirit that got born again. You want to walk in the spirit? You must be spirit conscious. We serve God with our spirit. So everything you do in the house of God that doesn't come from your heart, there is no reward for it in heaven. Everything you do, your offering that you're giving, you have no heart in it. You did not plan for it. You never just say offering. Hey, let me make offering. Now. offering. There's no reward for it in heaven. 2 Corinthians 9. Let me show it to you. The way you're looking at me. Let's look at verse 7. Every man, according as he proposes in his heart, what does he say? So let him what? Give. Not grudgingly, nor of necessity, for God loves the cheerful giver. Because if it doesn't come from your heart, God doesn't accept it. So you can imagine how much money you've wasted. It was not from your heart. How much praise you have wasted. It was not from your heart. You were just having fun during the service. Your heart. If your heart is not in it, it's a waste. So the first faculty of the human spirit The first faculty is a faculty of communion. You fellowship with God in your spirit. You fellowship with God in your spirit. John 4, verse 22 to 24. Look at this. You worship, give it to me in the New King James please. Then in verse 23, 24, you come back to the Old King James. You worship what you do not know, for we know what we worship. For salvation is of the Jews or from the Jews. Next. But the hour coming and now is, when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and now in truth. In other words, if it doesn't come from my heart, and it's not in line with the Word of God, it's a wasted worship. I was talking to my host and I said uh, how how did the choir do? And he said, um, They sang. I said, but when you came up, you ministered the presence of God. One was talent and voices, one was heart. You see that? Your heart. You serve God with your spirit. If it's not coming from your heart, anyone that knows God knows it. You're making noise. I told you the story of a man that um, he quoted Psalm 23. Everybody was shouting. They were clapping. And an old man said, Please, can I recite the psalm? Oh, someone just said, Please. And he said, Okay, God. When it was through, they were crying. And he came to ask him, They said, How come someone just read the psalm or recited the psalm and we we're all excited? You came and we cried. He said, Oh, that man knows the psalm. I know the shepherd. heart you can know God in your head or you can know God in your heart see so these things are so important these realities you must culture yourself by the Holy Spirit to be spirit conscious when you talk to your wife are you speaking from your spirit When you talk to your friend, are you speaking for him? Or are you just deceiving? See, if you are a good liar, you cannot function in the spirit. See, because he will train, the Bible says those who teach their heart to deceive. Those who deceive their hearts. Give me James 1, is it 25 or 26? Let's just show it here. We'll come back here. Are you learning something today? All right. James 1, I think it's 25 or 26, deceiving the guy. Okay. He says, if any man among you seem to be religious... And brilliant on his tongue, but deceived his own heart. This man's religion is what is vain. I said, if you are a good liar, you will deceive your heart. Your spirit will not be able to catch people when they are lying because you are a liar yourself. Tell it will be spirit conscious. Yeah, See, learn, learn to cultivate your spirit see, what, the, what, what food is to the physical body, the word of God is to the human spirit. And many of you, your spirit has been starved. It is your spirit that sustains your body. It is your spirit that carries your body. It is your spirit that helps you live right. But when the spirit is weak, anytime time you pray, you will sleep. Some people sleep in church. It's a weak spirit. I have never slept in a service. Since 1993, the only service I ever slept to it was when I went to my father's Anglican church. They said we should kneel down in silent prayer. I don't even know what I'm talking about. So we knelt down, and I was like, oh, no, I can't sleep. But say, Service? The word of God is taught, I close, never. So you, you culture your spirit because I am spirit conscious. My wife is here. We could be watching a program and saying, no, I can't watch a program. Watching TV would mean you would not like it because I'm going to be changing. Why? My, I'm protecting my spirit. There's certain things I don't see. I, I don't see occultic scenes. I don't see, I, don't see, I don't see certain things. Change it, change it. Why? I'm protecting my spirit. Why? So I can pick things quickly. Spirit conscious. Many of you, your spirit are now dull. Somebody is deceiving you. giving you the deal, deceiving you. Finally, you've entered a deal. You've wasted your money. Say, how come I did not see that coming? Your spirit was dull. so I can shake your hands and tell you you watch pornography. You may deny that you don't but finally you come and repent. I can shake your hands and tell you certain things about your family that you've been exposed to occultic practices in your family. How? Because I'm spirit conscious. Because there's no way in my mind through a handshake. That's that's not like shaking hands because I, I, I know too much. Things I don't want to know. See, man is a spirit being. You just look at that girl, or, and she just comes, Hey, Selena, ah, eat my meat pie now. You eat meat pie, and you see yourself by the river in the dream. But if you were spirit conscious when she gave you the meat pie, you would know this thing is contaminated. But people don't know. Your neighbor be spirit conscious. See, that's why I'm teaching you this life in the spirit. The first thing you must realize man is a spirit, he has a soul and he lives in a body. You see that? Job 10, verse 11. Job 10, verse 11. It says, Thou hast clothed me. With skin and flesh. Who is me? The spirit. And has fenced me with bones and what? Sinus. There's a fence. See, your body contains your spirit. Your body houses your spirit. I enter an environment, sit down. then I turn to my wife, I say, this place is not pure. Just sitting down in the house. Someone gave me a gift. I said, Keep it outside the house, not inside the house. See, there are many of you, you're exposed to contaminations. You don't know why you're lustful. Contaminations. Someone gave me a perfume. I sprayed it. I sensed them. I said, No, no. I said, This thing is contaminated. See, they give gifts to contaminate people. See, but most of us don't know. We just live an ordinary life, and as they go, I'm a be, be Christian. Oh, <laughs> I'm a Christian. That's all. You're just religious. You're not spiritual. I I should tell them. There was one of our staff, and uh, I told my wife, I said, That lady is not pure. And I called her one day, I prayed her, she was manifesting, she wanted to run out of the hall. I said, In the name of Jesus! But she's so nice, or she was so nice, but she was contaminated. apostle, how do I clean myself from contamination? The word of God. Because these contaminations will dull your senses. Some of you, it's only Sunday you come to church. It's only Sunday you eat. Well, your spirit only eats on Sunday. Only Sunday. When I say, no, we will starve this thing. You, every day, you eat three times daily. Your spirit should eat at least twice a day, evening and morning. But you don't spend time with the Word of God. The Bible tells us in Matthew 4, verse 4, it says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The Word of word there's a rhema. It says, man shall not live by bread alone. You Feeding your, spirit, your, your, your body alone, it's time to feed your spirit. It's the word of God, give me John 15 verse 3. It's the word of God that will cleanse your spirit. Now you are clean through the word which I've spoken unto you. So your spirit, you, you watch all those, all those movies you watch contaminating your spirit, contaminating your spirit, and you just think it's just a normal thing. And you forget that only 3% of the directors and producers in the Hollywood are born again. Many of these people are exposed to all kinds of Eastern mysticism. So those movies, most of them are from hell. So you watch your movies, I tell them, no, just do something and say, ah, these are demons now, I've seen this thing. How did they know? Just hit someone, some small some, I've seen this thing in the realm of the spirit. So these people are not—they're not just writing things. Creativity, no, they enter the world. So, Apostle, how do I clean myself? I'm telling you, the word—you're going to clean your spirit. You're going to purge your spirit. You're going to purge it. This word "cleaning" also means to purge. Some of you need some spiritual purging. You went to a native doctor's house. They carried you to a false prophet's house. And you did all the things that you to do, just came out. Oh, Lord, I'm, I'm sorry, I just moved. No, you poured, you, you've been exposed to contaminations. This is some of you, you cannot serve God. You want to serve God. You really want to serve God. You, What you just cannot, it's the contamination. You said, okay, I'm going to fast tomorrow. I will fast. Lord, I want to change. I will fast tomorrow. And tomorrow came, you could not fast. You said, we postpone till next week. You get to next week. Lord, I hate fornication. I want to stop this fornication. I vow, I will not fornicate again. And you fornicated again. Those are contaminations in the human spirit. Let me show this to you, New Testament, Second Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves. You see that? Let us cleanse ourselves. Let us cleanse. Let us cleanse. Let us cleanse ourselves. Let us cleanse. Are you spending time in the word of God to cleanse yourself? It's your spirit that got born again. Your mind didn't get born again. You don't clean your mind. Some of you got born again, you went to some strange places, did some strange things. Let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of what? Of the flesh. That's what we call the pollution of idols. See, it pollutes the spirit. It pollutes, you went to a a, a church where the pastor uses charms, you've just been polluted. You went to a native doctor's house, they gave you a charm, you've just been polluted. Now listen to this. I don't know who God is talking to today. But I sincerely know there's someone here or some people here who you need to really give yourself to the word of God to live the Christian life you want to live. You want to leave it, you want to pray, you want to study, you want to read books, you carry the book and just sleep. You know what's happening? You've been exposed to the spirit of slumber eyes. It's a spirit. I wish I had time. I'll show you when the Lord said when He puts a spirit of stupor, a spirit of slumber eyes on the people. They will not be able to read and understand. So you read the Bible, you don't understand. You read it now, but they ask you, what did you read? You cannot even remember what you read. But if you read your book, you understand it. Because your spirit is dull. See, So you're going to cleanse yourself, it says, from the filthiness of the flesh. And what? And spirit. A person's spirit can be filthy. But notice when I cleanse myself, it says, perfected holiness. In the fear of God. Notice I cannot live a clean life until I have a clean spirit. Make all the vows you want. That's why I said Christianity is not a religion. Make all the vows you want. I vow. I vow I will never do it again. I vow. If I do, let thunder strike me. If I vow, let car hit me. We are not in a native doctor's religion here. We are saying, just clean your spirits. Are there no beautiful women in this world? And by the grace of God, I have lived clean. By the grace of God, women here. Who can lay a charge on me? Like Samuel, like I said, who can lay a charge on me? An innocent of any man's blood, like Paul says. You will give yourself to the word of God. You will buy the messages. You will listen to them. See, it's so important, you, you, you clean your spirit, you clean it. We are exposed to filthiness every day, we meet all kinds of people, enter buses in our offices, everywhere. You eat in different kind of places. You get into the word of God to clean you up. Before you go to bed, lest you dream strange dreams. Say, wait the apple. Say, that's why before you go to bed, you eat again. You, you take a bath, a bath of the word before you go to bed. Most of us don't do that. We just go to bed. When you're sleeping, you see, Sarkobi come to meet you and you say, Sarkobi. You just want Sarkobi. You didn't clean yourself. So now you have to clean your spirit before you go to bed. Tell someone, clean your spirit. Have a bath. How I many of you bathe before you sleep? How I many of you do not bathe before you sleep? God knows you. So if you didn't put your hand, if you didn't put your hand the first time, you don't bathe before you sleep. Hallelujah. How I many of you brush every day? You brush every day. Because some people don't brush every day. Say I forget. See, <laughs> ah. Sweetheart, you don't brush. See, hey, I forget. <laughs> it's not important to you. See, the reason why the mount is unsanctified, it was not washed. Some of you, you, you don't bathe for a whole day. Then you take it to the next day. You're laughing. I saw a guy, I said, Have you bathed? Because I saw the way it, it was. I said, Have you bathed? He said, No, I've not bathed since yesterday. And I said, that's terrible. He says, wait till you see my sister. That means you just spray perfume. Many ladies do it. Because, you know, if anybody hugs you in a raw state, you're like, oh, Jesus. Tell someone clean your spirit. Yes. Ephesians 5. Let's read verse 26. Let's read 25 and 26. Then um, I will end my journey today. But have you learned something today? It says, husbands love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Next. Then he might sanctify and what? And cleanse it. How? With the washing of water, how? By the word. So how will you cleanse your life? By the word. Are you coming for Wednesday service? No, pastor. Are you coming for fragrance of his presence? No, pastor. Are you coming for, for manners of the heart? No, pastor. Are you coming for success seminar? No, pastor. Are you coming for anything? No, pastor. Only on Sunday. I'm to pray, pray for me, what? Oh. Now, if I can just stop drinking, I will, serve, I, will, I will do what I have in my heart to do. Could you be in the service? Will you go to foundation school? <laughs> I don't have time. But you have time for a wedding? I do. You have time for burial? Very well. agree pastor. There's a wigery there. You see why you have those problems? Your spirit is polluted. You go to a burial. You came back from burial. You didn't clean yourself. The man who died was an occultist. And then you carry that defilement home. You see why people have problems? So if you clean your spirit, if you clean your spirit, your life will be a lot better. But we don't care about the spirit. We don't give time to the spirit. Our morning devotion is just as a religious thing. Many of you have never had a prophecy in your morning devotion. The power of God has never broken out in your morning devotion because it's just, it's just an exercise in religion. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Lord. Oh, I know you came from heaven Oh, and you're singing. The husband is singing and almost sleeping because the us- most of the husbands, they sleep. Oh, no, you can Then the wife would like, <laughs> do Weak spirits. That same man that cannot, cannot open eye in morning devotion, letting watch Chelsea and mind you. The wife says, you go, don't worry me food food, yeah. don't worry me food. see, see, see. Man. see, see, see. Ah! See how this boy missed that goal. When you go cross, he go cross, he go cross the team. Honey, are you eating? No, 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 no! Don't have food now. Why Chelsea lost match? He has fasted. But tell him to fast in church. He will not fast. Are you fasting? Sir? <laughs> My body not good for fasting. But, <laughs> but, but, but when Chelsea lost match, you fasted. It's an Apostles is a serious matter. But one of the things of God. is his spirit. It's his spirit. The spirit is weak. It's defiled. It's crippled. It has not been fed. Some people have spiritual quashok. If you see their spirit, you see the head. If you see the quashok. But you're feeding your body, all your makeup. See the, some of you to dress up for a service. You take more than thirty-five minutes. First of all, before you lay the foundation. And line up your windows. Your eyes are your windows. Then you paint your your lintels of your door. The passing of the door of the mouth. Then you dab the walls. (laughs) Dress up. Then look at the mirror. Every woman likes Even their has a mirror. Even the pastor you not see mirror, I rest my kiss today.
0: Thank you for listening to this message. As we preach the full message of this new life, our goal is to raise the people who are like Jesus by exposing them to the influence of God's word and his spirit in an atmosphere of love. So that they may be able to take the love of God, the word of God, and the healing power of God to every individual within their sphere of contact. For more information on how you can get other messages by Apostle David Wale Faso, visit us at Charismatic Renaissance International Church, Kilometer 9 and 10, along Isaac Boro Expressway, Birubulu, Yenegua Biosu State. You can also visit our website at Church. Dot O-R-G. Follow us on Facebook at Charismatic Renaissance or call 0803-382-7072 or 0805-120-4708. God bless you.